Have you guys seen the Batman? Yeah. Is it? I, I was thinking about going to see it tonight, but it's really long. <laughs> it's three hours long. <laughs> yeah, it's really long. Is it good? My take is you could probably sleep through the last hour. That's when it just becomes the never-ending climax. That sounds like just... a different movie entirely, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> never-ending climax. Where? What theater were you in? <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed. Call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs. Or Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and special projects manager, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Jaynes, inventor of Computron. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. I heard your mama has more bacteria per scrunch than a toilet seat. That's true. That's true. I dated her mama. And you know what? Sorry. Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week is a mailbag episode. We'll be uh, listening to some voicemails and answering some questions from all y'all. Uh, and then we'll finish up with some trivia. I'm very excited to say we'll be doing part two of Rowan's music oh, trivia. There you go. God she sent Rowan's in. So trivia. thank you very much, uh, Rowan. Super excited about that. But uh, going to be zoppity. I think we can just dive right in. What's our first vo- voicemail today, Alex? Yeah, we've gotten a. Uh, we like to clear out our, our voicemail line here every couple months and do an episode um, where we answer all the calls that we get. Um, we had a ton of calls this time again. Before we dive into this episode, whoever is out there who uh, every four or five months just calls in like three times in a row and leaves like three second voicemails that just say Rock 107, am I the <laughs> there is There is no name. There is no other voicemails. There is no question. Someone is just doing that. <laughs> <laughs> every so often we, and it makes, please it makes keep me doing laugh that. we can't time. send you that 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 uh I, I think it's a billy joel cd set if uh <laughs> if uh you don't give us any more information <laughs> uh anyway uh but no thank really you thank it. you for uh for uh sending stuff in uh for calling leaving voicemails it's been a while since we've done one so i'm, I'm glad we get to connect with everybody again so thank you yeah, and and of course we always have monthly mailbag shows on our Patreon, which you can check out patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Uh where we do this every month and you get access to all of those. Twenty some now. Uh no, more than that. Fifth sorry, fifty some mailbag episodes plus Really? Or twenty <laughs> Wait, am I thinking oh sorry. It's a lot of mailbags. It, it it's is. a lot it's of a mailbag lot. episodes. I was th- sorry, I was thinking we've got a year which is fifty two weeks, but it's actually never mind. <laughs> never mind, guys. There's more stuff on there. Check it out, it's cool. Check it out. And there's no ads. All right. Let's go to this first one. This is from Aaron. A theme of today's voicemails is is correcting us where we've wronged ourselves. Uh-huh. Uh, so we'll start with Aaron. Hi, this is Erin calling from Chicago. Um, I was just listening to season, the season 7 episode, and I was so excited that you were revisiting some of the uh, moments from the physical comedy draft, because I 
believe that you missed one of them, and then I couldn't believe that, I, that it wasn't mentioned, especially from the guy named Gabe, because you guys have talked so much about that moment in pool party where Gabe <laughs> is trying to take out his pants and falls into the pool. Like, I feel like I've heard you guys say that that's one of your favorite moments, and you didn't mention it, and then nobody else mentioned it. Like I said, not even the guy named Gabe. Uh, I don't think any games moments were mentioned. Um, not a criticism. Just a thought. I absolutely love you guys. Um, Thank you, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, I I couldn't really make it out. The moment moment was from pool party. Yeah, when Gabe falls Gabe. in the pool with his pants around his ankles. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just kind of which, flailing. With, oh, while is, he's trying to jump in the... So okay, good. yes. It, that, that was such an oversight moment. I had. That's such an oversight I had to put it in mm-hmm. this, the voicemails. Because, mm. like, I have, I, I have called that out. Is like, that's definitely one of my favorite physical comedy moments on the whole show. <laughs> I totally forgot about it. That's on you. It's really hard doing the draft episodes. Because, like, there's no database to search this kind of stuff. You, unless you watched the whole series again and took notes, it's like... You just are gonna forget stuff, hundred mm-hmm. um, percent. And so we appreciate that call because yeah, that that if, is such a funny moment. And if it's us, we're gonna forget stuff. <laughs> we're gonna forget <laughs> yeah. it. I forget episodes we've already done. I mean, like, oh, oh I'm yeah. so excited to do Robert California, and you were like, "Buddy, we did that like four months ago." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh my god. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. I have two quick feedback things for Aaron, by the way. Speaking of mess ups, <laughs> uh, there's no one named Gabe on this podcast. She said that the guy named Gabe forgot to say it. And there's no Gabe I on the show. I don't know what she means. <laughs> don't know what she means. I'm pretty sure she meant me because I was the one who's talked about that mm-hmm. uh, moment. Uh, that being one. Uh, the other thing, Aaron, is when you call in, just like don't throw your phone down the subway station and then <laughs> walk really far and then talk on speakerphone. <laughs> I'm just being a dick. Uh, no, we appreciate it. That's no, they- uh, that, I think it might have been. Be I have a feeling that we did one of those things. Where we're like, "Hey, shout out to this person who mentioned that we forgot this moment, or that that we, you right, know, right. Yeah. this thing." Yeah. Um, thank you for calling. I, I agree. That's an amazing Gabe moment. My sister saw Gabe Zach Woods, the actor. Uh, she was visiting over the weekend. She saw him walking around uh, downtown. <laughs> I think. Oh, uh, yeah. I bet he's hard to miss. Tall, yeah. gangly freak. <laughs> <laughs> um, she pointed them out to the person she was with, and the person, they didn't know who he was. So my, oh, si- my, my sister was just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this information now. So I texted you. <laughs> yeah. He definitely seems like someone I would just look at, and, and I just couldn't keep a straight face around him. <laughs> do you guys, uh, if, while we're clearing the air, were there any other physical comedy things we missed? I feel like there's been a few... Uh, I, I thought of. I said it in the past, but uh, someone told us in in Aurora that we missed uh, Dwight trying to check and see if Jim was getting an erection from. Oh yeah, sitting oh, next yes. to Kathy. <laughs> the, the fall. It's a fabulous moment. I mean, yeah. there's no. Uh, there's no. I mean, there there are limitless moments. I think that we've not mentioned. We only had fifteen between the three of us to even go over them, and then the ones mm-hmm. that people have mentioned mm-hmm. to us, but. I guess limitless moments in a paperless world. And I think Aaron mentioned not having gay, enough Gabe moments. So, like, what other Gabe moments can you think of that are physical comedy? I can think of like now that when when I heard that, I thought like, okay, now the wheels are spinning. Yeah. Like I thought, um, for example, when he talks about uh, like wanting to ask Val out, and he mm-hmm. says, "And I'm going to be milking that hard." And he, the way that he uses <laughs> his hands. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
<laughs> in the same episode, he puts on he he makes fun of Daryl for using the belt. Malakaliki Maka is wise. Like his way. Yeah, the way he does that. Mm-hmm. So many of his physical comedy moments are very, very good and very understated. His first conversation about working out in the kitchen with with Jim and Dwight yeah. is all. It's like it's it's kind of physical comedy, but just the way he's presenting himself and like talking and using his hands is physically very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my delts are blasted. My delts are blasted. <laughs> that whole scene um, when he gets tricked into the the taking the picture, working like with Dwight the thigh curl on contest the leg, on the thigh curls. Mm-hmm. Um, just great positioning. What is it? Rule number one of fitness: lengthen. Um, Rule number two: <laughs> elongate. Three core tenets of Pilates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, how about his little? How about his little? crisscross leg move in the nepotism open <laughs> we just see him for a second and he's he fails at the little yeah. leg cross kind of falls out of frame the way he eats that piece of toast <laughs> in that same the the blooper around the conversation that he and Dwight have around uh working out um, that just that exchange yes. between him and Dwight, especially yes. in the blooper as well. Uh, the, the, one of the, my favorite lines from all the entire show, bloopers included, is uh, I remember when biceps were in were in vogue. Dukakis was running for governor. Yeah, <laughs> Dukakis was running. Yeah, for governor. Uh, in uh, in the Florida arc, when he poisons uh, Packer, just the way that he like manically kind of sprays that bottle with two hands the inhaler yeah (laughs) yeah the inhaler yeah you know what you know what while we're at it i'm very glad you brought that moment up because i have i have a lot of debt to pay there so let's go to our next voicemail for rachel okay thanks again aaron hey oh it's rachel in minnesota and not a first time caller whether or not you play this on the podcast please let your listeners know in the latest episode with lady justice Y'all talked about what Gabe squirted in Nellie's drink at the bar in Florida. It was the second time you speculated about it on the podcast. I let it go the first time. I feel compelled to set you straight tonight, though. To me, it was obvious Gabe was squirting his inhaler in her drink. Uh. The type of medicine folks with asthma use, he was not packing an illegal or nefarious drug. (laughs) One of the jokes is that Gabe carries an inhaler, so... I just felt like y'all needed to know. Thanks for what to do. Talk to you soon. Perfect. Thank you. Voicemail, Thank you. Rachel. Thank you. Uh, uh, I well, there you that, go. That sounded like it was written and read out I loud, like, which is yeah. fine. Uh, Very professional. Very professional. Thank you. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That sounds... I, this is on me because I think I've brought it up several times of mm-hmm. like, Oh, what a creep Gabe is for doing. But it's, yeah, I, I've been corrected on this a few times, and I, f- I forgot to, like, say it a couple episodes ago. But, yes, it's just Gabe's inhaler. I know he's he's not, um, the other he's joke, not, like, roofing someone with a serious, like, <laughs> drug that he carries around all the time. The other joke there is that they don't make those cords in boot cut anymore. Yes. I mean, another, I mean, <laughs> getting puked on is just classic, <laughs> classic physical comedy. Or, uh, um, I mean, I, I'm just going now, but, like, when he does the toilet flush with Dwight... <laughs> Flush. Oh. <laughs> you know, Gabe, you could have said eraser, incinerator, or garbage disposal, and they all would have had the same meaning. But you chose mm-hmm. toilet. <laughs> God bless you. You're an American classic. Yeah. <laughs> an 
Andy, on this day of fantasy and whimsy, have chosen to be a laborer. Dwight, uh, how nice a game to show you where I live. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, Gabe, Gabe's like, you know, he comes in like pretty high up the totem pole and like his mm-hmm. whole time in the office is just him slowly sliding down. And uh, a lot of that happens with like in those physical comedy moments. I don't know if you'd call Gettysburg physical comedy other than that just his physical presence <laughs> allows him to be Lincoln, which is kind of funny. He just um, is physically funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. I'm just glad you know, we haven't there. talked about Gabe much. <laughs> I feel like overall. Overall, really? I, I feel like we talk about Gabe a Have lot. We? Yeah, we who hey who knows? But uh, who Zach knows? Woods is just a really funny comedic performer. Um, he's really great in Silicon Valley. He's great in a lot of things. Um, yeah, and uh, I haven't seen a ton of this personally, but I hear he's an amazing improviser. Like in terms of the improv, comedy. I I could absolutely see that. I think he was Pete yeah. Holmes's teacher in improv. I could be getting that wrong. Oh, but it's either him or Chris Gathard or something like that. I've, I remember him t- Pete Holmes talking about that on. on his podcast but um but yeah shout out to zach woods a lot of the uh gave one of the great late additions to the show i could see i could see zach woods yeah being an absolute terror on on the improv stage i was listening to um the show smartless and they had adam mckay on and the the director and uh will arnett was saying adam mckay is by far the funniest performer he has ever seen on an improv stage huh like from Will Arnett, who's like shared stages and screens with a lot of extremely funny people, and he's like, is no, it's funny not even close. himself. Yeah, and he's he's amazing, and he's like, oh, it's not even close. Like Adam McKay is the funniest improv oh, man, I would love person I've that. ever seen. That's like, mm-hmm. how could he be that good at that too? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, shout out to the show Smartless. Another three dudes making it up as they go along. Anyway, but yeah, let's uh, continue. Thank shall you we? again, Rachel. Hey guys, this is Landon from Utah. I uh, am still safely on the re-listen. I'm going backwards All right. because apparently Apple Podcasts is just backwards. So you uh, cue them in reverse order. And I'm all the way from the newest episode to episode 51, Mailbag. Wow. Mr. Sean Roney was not present. You guys had a trivia question of what was Pam's first act as office administrator. And I think you guys are wrong. I think that her first act was buying Gabe one of those nameplates when Gabe uh, finally mm. backs down and like allows her the position and can't like nail her down and say she's blind. So, anyway, don't want to say how could you miss this, but small correction. Thanks, guys. See ya. Ah, yes, I I think uh, I think you're absolutely right. That's probably the what first. What did thing. we? I wonder what we said. The first act was. Probably, I mean, we probably said something stupid, as we always do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I thought that, uh, or okay, unless he's saying maybe, maybe you guys said that her first act of of office administrator was her, when she said, "We're not interested. We're not interested at all in uh, in the phone answering sir or something." Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but perhaps he's saying that she's not exactly office manager at that point so it's only after gabe okays that she gets she gets him the nameplate and then that's actually the first thing she does that's the moment gabe is like okay fine your office administrator yeah right yeah it makes sense yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, i want you to say it (laughs) all the way pam kind of squares up for that Mm -hmm. i love that 
that physicality it just I, uh, changes her body mm-hmm. i i'm always like so amazed that people will re-listen to our show i think that's so that's like the most amazing compliment that people will want to hang out with us uh, more or yeah. again like that's so nice i mean so and, and pretty mostly cool for sleeping you, for sleeping yeah we're really good at that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> second career here fellas is white noise machines yeah, <laughs> yeah. um and yeah, I just opened my mouth and just, yeah. <laughs> and just <laughs> um, uh, I guess just a random question for you is what, what other mm. podcasts do you re-listen to? Do you re-listen to podcasts, podcast episodes? Oh, great question. Mm. This is the backdoor ordinary thing segment. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think that I've ever re-listened to a podcast. No, I, I love that. So. No rear view mirror. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do you still listen to a lot of murder podcasts? Oh yes, yeah. I mean, I mean, are, I'll never have to go back. backwards. Yeah, I, I there's not enough hours in my lifetime to listen to all those shows. Thank God. I, I I spend a lot of time editing and working on narrative podcasts, so I'm constantly re-listening to the same episodes over <laughs> and over. So when I'm doing that on my own, I don't go back a ton. Act uh, one. <laughs> also, yeah, and I, also I listen to a lot of like basketball podcasts and the shelf life on those is a few days <laughs> so it's like i'm never gonna go back and listen to like you know oh 2019 western conference finals break it's like no uh but um actually that one i would because the blazers were in it but uh i did i've gone back and listened to s town just because oh. it kind of blew my mind like i've gone back and i've listened to a few different narrative series that i felt like like I, I, I wanted to learn something about like how they made it, and I wanted to listen to it again. That's the one that first stood out. That was S Town. Is is like the first whole series I went back and listened to. Mm. I've, how about you? I've wanted to re-listen to S Town. I tried once, and I think I just started it at the wrong time. I would like to listen to that one again. That was a really great one. Um, there are a handful of podcast episodes that I will listen to like again and again. A lot of the comedy conversational ones, the ones that are two comedians just kind of talking, I'll listen mm-hmm. to. Um, We've talked about, you know, it's true. Yeah. We've talked about using the office to fall asleep. Um, And sometimes if I'm like traveling or camping or something like that, where you can't really do that, I'll have an old podcast episode that I really loved. Um, And and Mm. I'll just listen to that one again. Uh, You guys know I love Conan, the Conan episode of uh, Mm. where he's the guest on Smartless. I really love. Um, Actually, there's kind of a fun thing that happens with the Conan podcast where I'll listen to it and I haven't seen whatever the guest is promoting and then I'll watch it and have to go back and I'll actually understand Mm. what they were talking about. Um, but yeah, some episodes of you made it weird cause just, they're so conversational and long. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. On, you know what? You're right. I've, there was definitely, you made it weird episodes that I've gone back to for sure. Especially when he has like really interesting thinkers or like, uh, like even like spiritual teachers or like scientists, like some of those conversations he has that are like, they're so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone back and listened to those. He did the one he did with Ian Carmel. I've listened to a few times. Oh, yeah, that's a long time ago. But yeah. It is such a manic, like the energy level is so high the whole oh time. Gosh, and they are I just doing imagine. bits. They are doing bits nonstop and it cracks me up. Um, and then, of course, I think I've listened to it three times now, but there's an episode of All Fantasy Everything, um, our, our spiritual sister podcast, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's called Words to Make You Sound Smart. Uh, with Zach Toscani and that episode I've gone back a couple times because it just tickles me in the in all the good places I re-listened to a lot of all fantasy everything episodes that now that you mentioned it uh, again yeah they're just good uh if <laughs> enough time has passed you can go back and like a lot of random stuff is funny the ones that they do with Shane Torres always uh, uh make me laugh the most but anyway mm-hmm. um, oh, that's great yeah 
I've d- I've definitely re-listened to uh, episodes of This American Life and of course episodes of I Love Hidden oh, Brain yeah. is another show that this is Hidden Brain <laughs> with Sean Kirby Donham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that show is fabulous. I mean, and and I could just listen to Shankar talk. That I mean, that talk about a a, right. a beautiful voice that could could put me to sleep. Could the cerebellum interested? Yeah, <laughs> so good. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, thank you again, Langdon. I believe uh, Landon. Landon, Landon, who yeah. actually who actually called us back. Uh, he he left a follow up voicemail once he'd like finished the run and caught up, mm-hmm. um, and oh. then called us back. And uh, he transfer he transferred into the no ad. Uh, going backwards into the no ad portion. I think he Oh, funny. That <laughs> but he was like, boy, what a relief to not have ads anymore. Like, uh, and I was like, how did you get to a no? Oh, right. He's going backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, He's traveling backwards through time. <laughs> so he was just like, yep, just called to let us know he was, he was done. Um, but nice. you were gone for that voicemail. What, that would have been 52. It would have been exactly one year in mm. to us doing this thing which yeah. would have been february 2020 which would have been you have some you have some explaining to do is what we're trying <laughs> yeah, to get where at were here. you <laughs> really <laughs> yeah not cool man whatever you were two years ago <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't like yeah we're not all gonna right. let this one slide mister <laughs> no sir no sir all right next up is a question from brianna hey mspc this is brianna calling from southern california uh, I was listening to one of your podcasts, and I just had this really random question pop into my head that I couldn't resist not sharing with you. Um, I'm wondering what you guys think Michael Scott would do if hashtags were a thing during the office. Like, I would love to know what kind of hashtags he would use in real conversation, what he would use on social media and stuff. I'm just thinking of how he got like acronyms wrong and got words <laughs> wrong all the time. I don't know. Maybe there's something there. Maybe there's not. We'd love to hear what you think. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Michael using hashtags. I mean, uh, am I imagining this? Does somebody call hashtags hash browns at some point? In the office, I guess they wouldn't have existed at all. This I feel like this is a joke from another show. It, it is. There, there's a joke like that in Modern Family for sure. But okay. I don't know if you even see. <laughs> I don't know why. If, when you said that, I feel like Meredith would have said something yeah. like that. I feel like hashtags existed, but they weren't maybe nearly as uh, on the same level of popularity mm-hmm. as they became. Um, uh, but this is a, this is a very fun question. It reminds me. I'm going to try to find it of a tweet from Mindy Kaling about the things she wishes she could have written Michael Scott's take about. Um, oh yeah. But what what uh, do you guys think Michael would have done with hashtags? Turn off the chumbawamba and scram, twerp. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, certainly hashtag that's what she said. He'd be dropping that all over the oh, place. Oh, yeah. I think his first few, he would write hashtag. Like, he, he wouldn't... He would write the word hashtag? pound, he would put hashtag <laughs> whatever. Um, he would probably, and it would probably, his first one would be in a written memo to the office where like no one could, oh, yeah. or like an email where there's nothing. <laughs> Not a clickable. <laughs> yeah. He would just start putting them in there for sure. You also feel um, like he would manage to get himself like banned from Twitter somehow by accidentally saying oh. something ridiculous or having the wrong hashtag or, what, or whatever it is. I think, mm-hmm. he, I think hashtag blessed would be a good one uh, for Michael. I think he would, he would live that one a lot. 
I think his screen name Little Kid Lover would have been rejected immediately. Like what is the yeah yeah. What is the yeah. what is the Twitter version of email forwards? Is it retweets? Like what is the social media version of that? If he was the king of email forwards before, just imagine having him in your uh, in your group chat or whatever. Yeah. yeah, would he be would he be enthralled by Twitter or put off by Twitter? He I'm would be totally tweeting sure a lot about, feel about social it. causes, I think, to make himself appear uh like a charitable oh, person, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, like what well, like Michael Scott's Twitter feed would be like he'd 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 retweet a lot of probably business leadership mm-hmm. things and like small business type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um he would probably follow like thousands of yeah, like like business writers and minds uh and who are all promoting their book or something. He would come <laughs> up right. with his own stuff like his own business mantra ideas, put them in quotation marks and tweet them out to the world as if they were quotes from someone else. Kind of like when he says, uh, he talks about chilies and sending that into the small businessman magazine. <laughs> um, but here's the tweet from Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. It says emojis, frozen, Uber, girl squads, Brexit, Ryan Lochte. These are things I wish I could have written Michael Scott's takes on. And that tweet is from oh. August of 2016. Mm-hmm. But Harambe uh, is a perfect example uh, of something uh, yeah, I would have had a, a big response to. A lot of episodes starting with Michael walking out of his office and being like, everyone listen up. Like, Harambe has died. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be a lot of that. Uh, but he, <laughs> I, the other thing is his Twitter might, he, he would probably f- fall pretty deep into comedy Twitter. And like, he might only follow like big comedy. And like, his profile would be like, you know, regional manager by day, comedian by night. And if we just be, just be firing jokes off, trying to get his comedy career going on Twitter. I yeah. could also see that, like a lot of, a lot of uncomfortable jokes well, that don't translate to Twitter. And like, I, I think out there too, like a lot of people, like you'll, th- there are faux pas, right? Like reposting, or like deep fried memes where it's like it's been reposted so many times, uh, <laughs> like that it's like really never low quality really? image. Uh, yeah. You've never heard that. Um, and then, of course, there's also just making bad memes, not using memes correctly. Um, mm. And I could see him um, committing all those sins. Yeah, every social media sin oh, possible, Michael, mm-hmm. would, uh, Michael would do it. I think we can agree that this would be his bio. Laughter is my job. Tears are my game. Law is my profession. <laughs> 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 You're right. You're totally right on the memes, too, Sean. Like, he would be months behind a joke. Oh yeah, months. Like he would just now be posting that, like the guy like walking with his girlfriend, but looking back at the other girl. Mm-hmm. Like he would be, he would be doing jokes about that, and you're like, you're just like, you're like eight eight months back. Like you're just not quite with it um, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he he's still checking e bombs world. hashtag e-bombs world i think (laughs) instead of links instead of links you'd just be like hashtag check out this video and then like post the link i think the other thing that he would do is he would use it a lot in conversation and he would use it looking directly into the camera in the middle oh yeah Mm -hmm. and you're right about hashtag blessed by the way you Mm -hmm. said that earlier that's a good call he would like be doing he would like make a big sale and the camera would be following him and he'd look into the camera and say hashtag thunder mifflin (laughs) yeah you're right yeah hashtag ka-ching yeah Hashtag, a good manager doesn't hire people, fire people, he, he hires people. He would be, yeah, a lot of that. Like, just like, <laughs> hashtag nine sentence. rules for business. Yeah, and then yeah. do them all in one hashtag, mm-hmm. one run on. But that's a fun question. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Brianna. Yeah. Uh, Sean, did you have an email or two to, to sprinkle in I got an email here? or two to sprinkle in here. Uh, this email comes from Kelly. Hey, guys. 
I am going to just warn you. I, <laughs> I am going to just warn you that I have a hot take. I do not like Jim and Pam's relationship, and I think oh. Jim Whoa. would have been better with sure. Karen. Love it. Okay. Here we go. Jim and Pam immediately stop growing once they get together in season four, which is so disappointing because you see how much they grew in season three while they were apart. But the point that I would like to drive all this home is that if Jim was with Karen when he wanted to start athlete, she would have been a lot more supportive and actually helpful. Pam takes away all of Jim's drive for so long, and he wouldn't have had to spend years at a job he doesn't like if he was with Karen. What do you guys think? Hot take from Kelly. It is hot. It is hot. Pam didn't take away Jim's drive. Like, it's not Pam's fault. Mm -hmm. I don't think. She just, I feel like their priorities were just misaligned for a little bit. But I wouldn't say it's her fault fault i uh also we have no idea how karen would react like we don't we see karen for so briefly we don't see her in like many situations with jim where it's like some of that bigger life stuff and i guess that's true that like she was willing to move to scranton and like uh but it's in that kind of like point towards which she all now would want to again move to philadelphia i Who knows? i i think that like there are some really good points here th- that they stopped that we see them grow a lot in season three. I would say Pam especially, uh, and then all of a sudden they seem to stop growing. Pam especially, um, because you know, you know, she doesn't. She fails art school and all that other stuff. But but at the same time, um, like, yeah, Karen uh, is extremely upset by the fact that Jim is kind of keeping secrets from her about his history with Pam. You know, if if we're going to put Karen in the exact same scenario that Pam is in later, like she's got two kids and Jim is keeping a secret about starting a company. Karen's going to be pretty pissed about that, especially if they've already overcome the time he kept a secret about Pam. Yeah. I think broadly speaking, I would agree that Karen would probably be more excited or excited at all about the potential of the new company with athletes. She seems um, more open to the, the, she wants to move to New York. She's pushing Jim to go out and do something fun when Jim wants to stay home. Uh, you know, mm-hmm, Karen, mm-hmm. Karen seems to be more gravitating towards that. Granted, she ends up in Utica, but I can see that. I would agree with that. That seems to check out. But like you said, Alex, we don't spend that nearly as much time with Karen. I think the, the, what you brought up, Sean is uh it's a really good point. I think the thing that that stood out to me the most was this idea of Jim and Pam growing and when and when they stop and start growing um, after they get together. I, I would argue that after they get together, they definitely kind of move to the back a little bit in terms of plot lines and storylines just because you have a lot more characters to try to get to. Like you have a lot with Michael. You have more with uh, Andy and Aaron and Dwight and Angela. Like those things become more and more um, – urgent i think to the storytelling of the show and jim and pam just kind of have nicer moments in the back a lot more mm-hmm. often it's um and i that's you know uh like maybe why that would happen but that's super it's an interesting uh thought to maybe like to what extent do they stop growing after they get together um yeah well, you know what else sorry sorry no no go ahead finish i don't think that jim is in the entire time he's in under mifflin scranton is in this entire state of not wanting to be in that job I think yeah. he is. Yes, thank you. I think early on he is with the caveat that he wants to be with Pam. 
And then later when he gets back together with Pam and he's in the office between like, let's say seasons four through. He's happy to be there. Yeah. Seven, eight. He's kind of happy to be there. He's there with Pam. He's, you know, as Pam says, goofing off with Dwight. Um, but by season nine in the athlete time, you get the the idea that he's outgrown that Dunder Mifflin's Granton and Pam has it. And that's where the tension is. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but a really good question, a really good take because uh, yes. I, uh, it's fun. It's fun to think about. Yeah. I- I don't want to discourage sending us takes like this because this it, no, this I, is great. I, I totally, I love this, and I totally see where you're coming from, and it's the kind of thing that I would, I, I, I would see myself agreeing with. Uh, but I do, yeah, I think that there's a case to make that um, Karen would be upset with Jim just as much as as Pam was. Yeah, I, I, there's also some when it comes to discussion of Jim and Pam, Jim and Karen. And specifically, there's some talk when you talk about like, oh, Pam really held Jim back for a while. I don't really subscribe. I don't really like that too much anymore because there seems to be this sort of like unwavering certainty that like Jim doing the athlete thing is the best path forward for the Halperts. Mm. And it always has been. And that it was delayed too long. And it's like, I, I mean maybe like right. this doesn't all revolve around Jim's dream of wanting to start this business that we only learn about in like what season seven season eight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that we even learn that he has this idea like it's this plot that comes in it'd be different if season one Jim is like drawing ideas on a napkin about you know what I mean like no, you the, never hear kind of, about it until you never he's hear about like this. my friends are starting a company that was my idea yes and in it comes in nine. later yeah. which fair enough but then like it, there's just this sudden, I think some people who think about the show is just like, oh, that should be the f- pursuit for sure for Jim and Pam. But it's like they also were able to start their family in Scranton where they're both home a lot more and working together. And maybe they actually, the when they had kids, were able to at least get to a place where it's like, well, all right, we've had the, the having kids chapter of our life has closed. We've had two kids. And now they're able to move on and Jim starts this thing. Like, there's also a case to be made that, in fact, the way it played out is, is exactly how it should have played out and it how it works out in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention the time that passed allowed Daryl basically to come on board with Athlete 2. And he was like, that also helped him out by having it not happen so fast. So to me, the idea that it's like it wouldn't have taken so long because Karen um, doesn't hold a lot of water for me because who knows? Um, I also think maybe it happened the best way it it would have. The the yeah. interesting flip, and we can talk. I mean, like, I don't mean I don't want to drag this out, but like the, uh, but here I go. The uh, the <laughs> here I go. I again? think the interesting sort of storytelling flip, and we can debate whether or not this is effective. Is that like often Jim working kind of uh, to make this put these grand gestures out for Pam or whatever, like this this tendency that he has to kind of work. I don't want to call it secretive, but like he's always coming up with these big surprises, you know? Yeah. And like it really, it's, it's, it backfires on him pretty drastically. Um, mm. And I think maybe it was supposed to land better than it did. Um, mm. But it is an interesting flip. And it is interesting that we talk. I mean, look, they say like, yeah, watch these guys get rich off an idea that I thought of or, or that we thought of, something like that. Mm. It reminds me a little bit of a, it's not exactly the same, but it's a little bit like Michael saying, like, if it's not for this dream, then what do I have? <laughs> right. This is the first time yeah. hearing about it, as Holly says. So right, right. <laughs> there's there are elements of that in there, even though it's not exactly the same. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. a good a good take that sparked some good uh, conversation. Yes. Thanks again, Kelly. Mm-hmm. I think we could go hotter with those. Uh, let's get hotter takes here too, because that was that's great. 
that's great. But like, there's always another hot. There's always another hot springs yeah. pool that's hotter, yeah. and I want to go there with all of you. All right, let's move on. Uh, next voicemail here is coming from uh, David. Yes, this is David from Columbus for Dr. Jocelyn, please. <laughs> Hello, doctor. I was just following up on my mole again. <laughs> no, I was looking online about sebaceous cysts. I have not been squeezing it. Could I stick it with a pin? <laughs> hey, guys. I uh, love the podcast. I was just wondering. Um, so I am 26 now, and I started watching The Office not too long after it started airing, probably like 13, when I was maybe 13 or 14. And so there were a lot of jokes that I saw that I just did not get, went totally over my head because I was too young. Um, like, uh, you know, I got a big box. Yes, I do. I got a big <laughs> box. How about you? That totally went over my head. Didn't get it yep. until years later. Um, just wondering, I know you guys were college age when it was airing. Um, are there any jokes? from the office that you just never got until years and years later. Uh, see you guys. That was incredible. Thank that you. That was great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I actually <laughs> think that I also probably didn't get the big box uh, joke the first time I saw it. Um, That's what she said for me. Like, I actually <laughs> didn't really know what that meant for a while. Yeah. I just kind of laughed a lot. Cause like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Still in high school when this came out and it was like, I was a junior in high school when the show came out, mm -hmm. and for the first few years, it was like oh, that's what she said. It was like, Haha. it was like, I didn't actually know exactly what he meant. <laughs> SOS now, HAL. Now I do. <laughs> that's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it might not have been jokes that I didn't understand the meaning, but I think what happened a lot was. Uh, there were references being made, and I didn't know exactly what they were referencing. Like yeah. You could tell that they were referencing something, and I hadn't seen that thing. But I would still laugh at it. I mean, you can do that. Um, mm -hmm. A show, like especially airing at that time, a show like Family Guy does that all the time, where it makes very, very specific references. Um, and I think that that, uh, and I think it's a, it's something that I kind of learned from watching The Simpsons is like just like knowing that something is being referenced is still kind of like finding it funny, even if you haven't mm -hmm. seen that. That's what kind of comes to mind for me. Um, I'm trying to think if there are specific, more specific jokes that I didn't understand at the time. I think the other thing too is it's like, oh, you know what? Like a joke that I really wouldn't have been able to conceptualize at the time. Like, uh, is this enough to get 15 people drunk? Like 20, oh, yeah. 20 oh. bottles of vodka, 26 bottles of vodka. Yeah, I think it'll right. be fine. Like I didn't know what that meant as a, you know, right. as a 15 year old kid. Um, something, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure plenty yeah. of things that Todd Nine Packer months later, says. Edwin James came across a bottle of HRD, and he found out the hard <laughs> way. <laughs> I think a lot of the things Todd Packer says, that whole town is waxed. Like, <laughs> I'm sure that didn't register for a long time. Mm -hmm. Things like, yeah, things like that that you just don't really understand in the moment, but yeah. Yeah, m most of what Packer says just didn't quite... Didn't the, quite uh, the idea that <laughs> Jim doesn't want Karen living like down the street from him or in yeah. proximity. Just kind that of is those... something that you couldn't have conceptualized as a, if you, you know, haven't lived on your own, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I, that would have been, you know, high school age uh, when that aired for me. So yeah, I wouldn't have known what that meant really. I mean, and we were even just talking about on our, I think it was our Roy episode where, um, you know, we, uh, you get that moment where Roy says to Jim, you know, Oh, I thought you were a friend. Um, yeah, <laughs> and how Edwin and I didn't 
it didn't register to us that he's saying Jim. Hey, you you need me out of this were... band. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of messages about that too. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were like, "How could you not get that?" <laughs> a lot of airing of grievances with us. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> as it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Chickens are coming home to roost. Uh, th- that's a great question that I think we'll have to just keep in mind moving forward. I'll, I'll look out for more of those moments because uh, I, I know that there are more. Lots Do you of know references. What? Do you know what the opposite of that is? Okay. Is uh, references. Like the Mandela effect? No, no. <laughs> the the, the reference. Stick spicy foods, upper butt. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, the opposite is. Like, I wonder if some of these references that are being made in the office that were so, like, of the time are, like, really falling on deaf ears of, like, the people that are wa- – younger folks that are watching mm. them now for the first oh. time or maybe earlier on. Like, um, Right. The things we don't even realize yeah. are, like, totally – like, Kelly's Netflix explanation. Like, do people realize that's what Netflix – Right. Used to be was? Michael's Magazine subscriptions when he talks about reading oh. – um, Yeah, I mean, I guess – I guess White Magazine. You could hear yeah. that whole thing with Kelly and be like, "Oh, she doesn't understand Netflix." Mm-hmm. I also recently, you know? I recently watched The Whale, uh, in which a lot of it has to do with the white pages, which is like a thing that I don't think it's delivered. Like, does anyone? You don't get white pages anymore. No. Mm-mm. Dedicated phone a, book ripping station. We used to get a. <laughs> we used to, we just used to get a book dropped on our doorstep. That had names and phone numbers of everyone in the area <laughs> that you could just look up mm-hmm. and call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's crazy. But yeah, things wow. like that. I, uh, I mean, I imagine sharper image is still a thing. But when Jim and or when Michael and Dwight are trying to find Gadar, mm-hmm. they check sharper image. Yeah. They check Brookstone. Like, like yeah, you, people don't realize like sharper image and Brookstone were like the coolest. Yeah, or they had like well, the, the mas- weirdest, the massage chairs and the, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe those things still exist in some robot sure dog do, and, but yeah. <laughs> everything a twelve-year-old boy could dream of was in sharper image. Or like I think uh, those yeah. things are just purchase. those things are just normal now. So or like, like well, it's like Amazon just has everything, so there's no like weird store. It's just right. all online, mm-hmm. and that's it. I'll take the wizard, um, <laughs> or Lazy Scranton. As a reference to Lazy Saturday, right. like I, we've yeah. talked about that. I wonder how many people even know that Lazy Saturday was a thing. Yeah, so, is that like yeah. a six-year yeah. window of that joke? Like mm-hmm. before it was like, oh, I've never seen that YouTube. I've never seen that video. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of that stuff on a lot of the premiere episodes, especially yeah, of like the early summer trends. And, yeah. It's just like, mm-hmm. boy, who's gonna? It's so funny, even though why that, even that oh, joke, yeah. which is yeah. a joke about it being way too old. Right like, now, that's just lost to the ether completely because it's like. No, no one knows what that is. They tried to bring but it yeah, back. That, that when, ago, when that yeah. show came out, they were making fun of that because, like, everyone knew what that was when the show came out. Yeah, even I mean, though it was really old, and that's just not the case anymore. Yeah, but I if mean, anyone Dwight, really, yeah, go ahead, Dwight, you ignorant slut! I didn't know oh, yeah. that, that was a reference SNL. to SNL. Yeah. Mm. But if anyone is wondering, we're cool and hip and young, and <laughs> yeah, we're all so and young not, and, and not you, rapidly aging and, and being what's dated. Cool is, and, yeah. What's cool is we're actually getting younger and more in tune. Mm-hmm. My body feels better every day. It's great. <laughs> I never wake up with a pain. That's unexplainable. <laughs> Boy, that's a bummer. Yeah, that happened to me last week. It's just mm-hmm. my yeah, knee hurts. What's Why? It, what's it? I don't know. It just does now. It's just bad now. 
What is it like being a millennial, guys? You're going to have to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Ah, fellow kids. Mm -hmm. Hello. (sighs) Thank you again for your voicemail. voicemail. (laughs) All right. Can I stick it with with a pin? Yeah. (laughs) No. It's so much better. By the way, it's so much better getting older. I just want to... For our younger listeners. Vastly more complicated. (laughs) It It gets better, but vastly more complicated. Boy, isn't that the case? All right, let's go to... I got one more voicemail here from Sophia. All right. Uh, Sex! Now that I have your attention, money! Hey, MSPC, this is Sophia calling from Brooklyn. And speaking of Brooklyn, I would love to know what ingredients you think are in Ryan's drink an F train to Brooklyn extra bitters. <laughs> I have always wondered and I can't figure it out. Love the pod. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, I'll say I'll say that's a that's a textbook voicemail. That that is that is the template right there. That was so beautifully executed. Joke, question, goodbye. It's like thirty seconds. Amazing. So, uh, anyway, so what is, do you guys think? Is it F train to Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So that's correct. This. Well, I just looked it up. This could be a deleted. Uh, this oh, could Sean deleted. found a reason to look on WebMD. <laughs> ah, you made me do it, Edwin. Damn it! <laughs> I wasn't Shit. sure if you were going to get there. Now it's it's. I got, there's so many pages of <laughs> drops now. <sighs> I feel like. What's wrong with me today? <laughs> Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, we, we do we have any guesses? Let's if you, if you were to make this drink, I was sort of going to throw this to Sean as our resident. Yeah, I know he's uh, the uh... bartender brewer mm-hmm. extraordinaire. Well, uh, I it looks like it's a real drink, or somebody made it and doesn't seem to be referencing the office. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I well, the, this is two ounces of rye whiskey. A uh, half ounce of Amaro, one full eyedropper of Angostura bitters, which would be a good amount of bitters, half a bar spoon of Luxardo. I don't know what that is. Bar spoon? Oh, okay. It's that long, yeah. s- twisted spoon. But, Commonly um, found at bars. Mm-hmm. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean... I, 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 that sounds okay. right. I would okay. have guessed it's something with uh, like close to a Manhattan, so you know, whiskey and something, something sweet in there. Yeah, I would have thought something with the bitters. I would have thought something like an old fashioned or something like yeah. in that zone. Yeah, I, I was thinking, yeah, like a Manhattan, but, but how do you make it not as like top shelf? Because I feel like in the, in this era where you'd be naming these kinds of drinks, like a train to Brooklyn means like you're actually going, like you're going to a uh, less glitzy part of New York. Right. That's, I mean, that's historically what what Brooklyn was. So, I yeah, I was like, like, like take a Manhattan, but put in a lesser. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. it I my my instinct was rye whiskey, was what it would be. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know why historically that felt right for mm-hmm. a Brooklyn drink. But but I, that's all I had. All I had was rye whiskey. 
that's my after and bitters and rye whiskey. Bitters and whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> just, just stir it with a nail and fucking shoot it down. Good to go. Yeah, like, gosh, but you gotta imagine there's some sort of other flavoring there, like some kind of sweetener, like uh, like mm. rosemary or something. You know, like something else to kind of to elevate this cocktail. Um, yeah, yeah. What's the what's the what's the key yeah. signature ingredient in the after mm. in Brooklyn? I want Sean to answer this, but I, I now wish he's I, deep on a on some kind of whiskey <laughs> website. Just reading about the F train and, you know, history of Brooklyn now. <laughs> he's already um, on a Ken Burns documentary. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave him be. Well, hey, maybe that's, uh, Martha, maybe that's the next the war has gotten, for... <laughs> The war has gotten terrible beyond enemy lines. <laughs> I, every day I long to be home. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was stupid. That was very stupid. <laughs> But when I search F train to Brooklyn, the first thing that comes up is is the MTA is is a map of the well, subway yeah, line. Yeah, which is good. <laughs> hmm. Which is to say, a drink recipe didn't come, is doesn't show up anywhere. Which is, so, uh, yeah, but it says this is like. Uh, can I ask you, Sean? Where are you looking at this? Where are you looking at your whiskey recipe? FoxValleyMagazine.com. Ah, that was that's what I'm looking at. Too. Um, but. Uh, Hey, I mean, you guys know that she could a... she could just as easily look this up as call us. Like, we, yeah, but we she wanted to ask brain... us, so <laughs> well, so we can look on the internet and tell her what we found. <laughs> I mean, people go on the internet to hear what we said. <laughs> uh, hey, I think this is a, a, a great idea. This should be the this should be the drink for our next um, next time we do a live yeah uh, uh, stream. So. Uh, which we missed 150. We we just kind of ran through 150 episodes. Without oh, really? What are we any at? Fanfare. Well, 149 was like our uh, Lady Justice show. That yeah, kind of felt like a felt, 150. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Felt commemorative. Yeah. So 175 will maybe a live show. Definitely okay. 200 if we get there. We'll see. 170 sure. live. Let's do it. If, if our if our patrons keep putting enough coal in the engine, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll get to 200. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get this F train to Brooklyn. One way or another. But yeah, dang. Now, Sean, now I'm reading this article. I know. Okay. That's, well, we'll, we'll save that. Save that for after the recording. But um, <laughs> how about we uh, do we still have time? Should we finish up with the. Uh, yeah. Any yeah, true. Or do you, have, do you have another email? Have another email. Uh, Hit us with that this email. This is a fun one to end on. So e- e- this is from Season B. Four, Allen. Episode one. Okay. <laughs> You're uh, welcome. You're welcome. Barry <laughs> Allen? The Flash? This is a conspiracy theory. There can't ever be an office reunion because they're all zombies now. Hmm. Follow me. AMC okay. has confirmed that The Walking Dead and Breaking Bad are both in the same TV show universe. And did it, they really? <laughs> what? I guess so. This is the first I'm hearing of it. But uh, and in the office, Emmy cameo, if considered canon, Jesse Pinkman from the Breaking Bad universe delivers Creed, Walter's blue meth. Therefore, oh. they are all living inside of the Walking Dead universe. And this Dwight was correct in his predictions in the episode where in the cold open, open was eating the bunker food. Uh, I would love to know what you guys think about this. P.S. The drops you guys do kill me. Thank you very much, B. Uh... What do you think? What do you think about this? I know you're just learning about uh, Breaking Bad and Walking Dead. Well, not just learning about them, but yeah. You're not? 
<laughs> Being in this, you know, I, I'm learning about I'm them sharing a universe. But you were yes. like, I, I have, I have been familiar with both of these shows before. Okay, well, uh, sure. <laughs> um, I think that Dwight might have survived. <laughs> Creed might have survived. Yeah, Creed might have survived by blending in. Meredith Dwight might, supposed Dwight, to be fine. Dwight Creed, Meredith. Yeah, Meredith will do just fine. Yeah, have survived. I feel like. Uh, the logic of that is there, actually. I mean, I, I was a little eye-rolly at first, but I guess technically, if we're using Emmy promos as canon, then yeah. <laughs> we don't even use uh, Superfan episodes as canon on this show, <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't think, know. I don't think we're using <laughs> Emmy promos, but hey, hey, you know what? Uh, uh, this is It's fun to think about, so... It is fun to think about. I, I, I could also see... Um, you know, Gabe kind of, you know, becoming some sort of uh, uh, warmonger slave or something like that. Uh, <laughs> like a, a war, what, what, not what, a warlord's what, jester, what, but a, a warmonger's slave. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Jim will be a warlord's jester. Gabe will be a warmonger's slave. <laughs> I like it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a funny thought to imagine them all as zombies. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny that like, that like so so if there was an office reunion, we're saying we're basically we're saying it's up to the Walking Dead to make it happen. <laughs> like like people people are searching for supplies and they come upon an office building in Pennsylvania and they and go all just still in there and they, they're all still in there working. Yeah, yeah, they're just doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, they, yeah, that's... <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. It could be where the show is headed. I feel like it's still on the air. Walking Dead. Uh, it feels like there's some. It feels like. It just feels like currents are shifting with like an office reunion or an office reboot of some sort. Like it, I just keep seeing stuff enough that, that's like Greg Daniels is ready. Some cast members are ready. Like let's do it. I bet a lot of them have been ready for a while. I think it's a my yeah. my guess is it's a like. NBC Steve. Well, maybe NBC is ready too. But like my guess is Steve Carell, John Krasinski. Kind of thing. They're probably the two that like have sure. the most going on outside mm-hmm. of you know. That would it's just like, be a guess, but yeah. Pe- Peacock is would be very incentivized to like be producing original content that a lot of people want. Mm-hmm. You know, like and a new office thing is like that is a big big swing for them whenever they want to do that. And as like streaming wars heat up, I don't think they want to leave that on the table. Mm-hmm. I think that I I think that it's very likely that we could get an office reunion but it's going to be the it's going to be just like the friends reunion and and the other mm. reunions that have happened which is the Harry Potter to say one. we're not going to get another episode of the office mm-hmm. we're just going to get, get the cast like walking around the walking set. around mm-hmm. yeah yeah and everyone's sitting in a big circle telling Steve how uh, you know Important what a great boss he's been. It. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, but yeah, at a certain point, like if, if Steve doesn't want to do it, I mean, he's you know he's Steve. He's still a you know a public figure. He's still an entertainer. If they offer him enough money, if they get enough people signed on for it, he's going to say yes and he's going to mm-hmm. do it. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. a guess of, from my from my side anyway. And yeah, yeah, although you wonder, like, there's already a lot of that content out there between Office Ladies and Brian Baumgartner's podcast. Like, a lot of that stuff has kind of been well-tread territory. So, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see if, any, if it ever happens. Yeah. I think they, I think the way to do it is like a Christmas special. And it's like, I don't know how they could do it, 
but there's some way there could be a, I feel like they could do a, cause that, that in a way that's almost an homage to the way the BBC, the original show ended things mm-hmm. is they ended it with a Christmas special that wrapped up everything. Mm-hmm. Not that things need to be wrapped up really. Um, but it's more like if you were going to come back and do something, I, I think it would be around the holidays. Mm-hmm. That, that's also something a ton of families will get together and they'll watch. Like you want to have stuff coming out then. So I don't know. But we just, I, we, we also shouldn't go too far away from this zombie idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, let's pull back to the question here. <laughs> Getting the zombie. Yeah. But no, thank you. Uh, it's, a, it's a very, I love the take. Uh, I hadn't thought about it before. So uh, definitely yeah. a, a fun thing to talk through. But yeah. yeah. The, the zombie thing again, just like I, what would be really fun actually is if, if they were all in the office when the zombie apocalypse happened and Dwight just knew what to do. And now mm. they've set up like a whole, like, you know, you stab community. it in the brain with a wooden yeah. stick. <laughs> like the Scranton Business Park yeah. is this fully functioning ecosystem. Like a fortress, basically. And yeah. Like Dwight <laughs> Dwight is the king now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I can see that. A lot of fun. I, I love it. Well, th- there you have it. Those are our messages for this week. Let's take a quick break and then head to some trivia. This episode is brought to you by Green Chef. What is Green Chef? Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company that makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. Green Chef is convenient and easy. It makes cooking easy so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. It, it suits for specialty diets, so Green Chef is a number one, America's number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you and not the other way around with options for keto and paleo, vegan, vegetarian, uh, or any sort of diet you may be trying to uh, adhere to. And it's deliciousness delivered with fresh produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients that you can trust. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. I have really enjoyed using Green Chef. I have been trying to eat more vegetables and it's been a really good way to do that. I've been using the plant-powered boxes and it's a really easy way to get some variety, some new recipes, and then just to eat more plants. And in a way that isn't like Kevin with his New Year's resolution where Michael sticks the butt end of a piece of broccoli in his mouth. Um, So go to greenchef.com slash scott130 and use code scott130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Well, that's a good deal. Go to greenchef.com slash scott130 and use code scott130 for $130 off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I took some Spanish in high school. I was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Went to college. He's like, I'll do something. I'll do. I'll take Italian in college. And then I took Swahili because I was going to East Africa and I learned how to speak Swahili with people. And now, now it's all gone. Now it's faded away. And here I am, empty-handed, no language. I got nothing left. But thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you're traveling around, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I'm going back for some Spanish because that's what I took in high school. It's kind of my best foundation. I already know the most. I feel the need to be, I want to be able to speak Spanish more, and I feel bad when I can't. So Babbel's going to help me fix that. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. 
Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. And with Babbel, you can choose from 14, Sean, 14 different languages, including Espanol, Francais, Italiano, Deutsch. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent, just like I did there. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you get access to podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash scott. That's babbel.com slash scott for up to 60% off of your subscription. Babbel, language for life. This episode is brought to you by Feels. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, pain. For me, CBD has been really helpful in dealing with anxiety and helping me sleep at night. Uh, it's a really easy way to uh, just kind of help relax and uh, kind of get out of some of those anxious cycles that it's really easy to get uh, kind of stuck in. But most importantly, Feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. Um, I use it often in the evenings when I'm trying to fall asleep, and it's just kind of hard to get out of my head, and it really helps a lot for that. And uh, I would highly recommend it to anyone if you ever thought about trying it, um, just to try it out. You just place a few drops of feels under your tongue. You feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is finding your right dose is really important. Everyone's dose is different. In fact, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to guide your personal experience so that you find your perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. You can also join their monthly membership that makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel at any time. So start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash Scott, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free Shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash Scott to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels dot com slash Scott. Great Scott. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. Woo! You guys ready? You ro- y'all ready for this? da 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 All right, here we go. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. Music trivia part two sent in by Rowan. Rowan writes, hi, Sean, Edwin, and Alex. I was so happy that you liked my music trivia. Try loved your music trivia a couple of weeks ago. And so I made a sequel. Most of it is harder this time because the well is <laughs> because the well is getting pretty dry. That's what she said. Good luck. Now, that's what I call trivia volume two. <laughs> Question. By the way, really quick on that, we, I went I went on a cabin weekend with some friends. We they had uh, Now Five on CD. Oh wow, at What's the Airbnb. On it? Um, it started with Crazy right now with Beyonce, so it's actually uh, a good one, hmm. and it, it never stops Crazy getting better. That's not true at all, by the way. But we <laughs> ended up just going back, and we for the whole weekend we just went, started with Now One and listened all the way through like Now Eighty. I mean, I uh, bet it's good. I mean, they're like the most popular is, songs of the time. I can't recommend the 80s, it enough. 90s, and more. Yeah. I, I can't recommend it enough. It's just a great, long, long, long stroll down memory lane mm-hmm. um, with some good music on the way. It's good laughs. Anyway. Anyway, here we go. Question one. What songs, what songs uh, does Dwight 
play in his car or while driving over the course of the entire show. There are five in total, and bonus points if you can name the episode. Okay. Uh, Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. in the fire. (laughs) Nice. Uh, the one in the sales call before Jim and when, when he needs to get pumped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you played it at the end of some of our episodes. Uh, I did. I don't know what it's called, though. Uh, that is called uh, Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Right. Mm-hmm. Angel of the Centerfold by Joe Gals Band. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. That is in, it's the episode, Pam is in art school. They're being snooped on by Kelly... Yes. The episode is. Uh, oh man, I can't think of the name of the episode. Um, it's Kelly's. No, it's not it's like Kelly's I, birthday. I desperately want to say performance review, but I know that's you, not you, the name. You're close with that, but it's it's customer survey. There you go, customer survey. And thank you uh, for thank you for cutting me off. <laughs> <laughs> it's the episode is in yeah. the office. The office is an American TV show created by Daniels. <laughs> Two uh, aired on two, NBC. Two more songs. Can you okay. can you name another two? Um, he plays. I don't know what the song is, but he definitely is playing something in Initiation when he's driving with. He Ryan is. He is. That is that is River I, I have runs. No idea what song that is. River runs red by Life okay. of Agony. Okay. Oh, uh, dude, love Life of Agony. <laughs> Said no one I've ever met. Um. What is the other song that Dwight would play in his car? It, it honestly, I didn't even know about this. What's one. What's the episode? I, Can you give us the episode? Customer loyalty. And I can't oh. even picture oh. him listening to this. Well, he's That's with like Dar- he's with Daryl, and they're going to get. They're like she's trying to give show Daryl a good time. I don't know what it is. It is "We Are Young" by Fun. Ah, uh, I actually remember. Tonight. <laughs> <Whoa>. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't. That makes no sense for Dwight for me. Which dude, is, uh... I haven't thought about that Bander song since like 2008. That is crazy. <laughs> that song. Oh man, I wow. I really did not like Fun. I'm, I I should go back <laughs> and listen to them again, but. Can you snip that out of context, Alex? (laughs) (laughs) I I really did not like fun. I say it. I remember listening to that. That, Sorry, that came out in 2012. Yeah. Way later than I thought. I swear to God that came out when I was in college. I mean, maybe I'm thinking of a totally different song. What's the, the, uh, do you know like the millennial whoop or something like Mm -hmm. that? that, that, I feel like fun is maybe one of the. Inventors oh, I'm looking at the lyrics. Okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, but for sure. Um, All right. Yeah. We can move on to Rowan on two. Yeah. Yes. Uh, five Billy Joel songs appear in the show. Can you Ooh. name them? And who sings or plays them? We didn't start the fire. Ryan started the fire. Yes. Dwight. S- no. Sung by Dwight. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. We have... Um, um, uh, I mean, Roy plays She's Got Away yes, yeah, yes. at his own wedding. Yeah, good. White on his recorder plays For the Longest Time. Yeah. Um, uh, by William Joel. Um, yeah. There I- I'm going to give you a hint on the last two. Okay, sure, They sure. They okay. both appear in Threat Level Midnight. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's tough. Is, is the Janet Knight song, is he playing... 
They did the da 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 da. Uh, something on ice. Something on piano. Yeah, on, it's running on ice. Running uh-huh. on ice during the <laughs> hockey training scene. <laughs> oh, yes, during yes. The training with yeah. Cherokee Jack. Yeah, uh huh. Of course. Um, the, the, I don't know the other. The last no one is during the speed skating shootout. I can't think of it. it uh, pressure. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, question number three. Michael has three different ringtones on his phone throughout the show. What are they? Yeah. Mambo number five by Lou Bega. He also has my humps. Yes. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. When I was in high school, I had like the best like eight bit version of uh, "Drop It Like It's Hot." <laughs> <laughs> Which one is in the saber box? When he repacks his phone, I'm not sure. <sighs> so, so, so the last one appears in "The Lover." Oh, when Michael is yeah, he gets a phone call. Yeah, uh, oh. I can't think of the song, the ringtone though. Is it? Uh... Oh, push it. Push yeah. Push oh, it. okay. You mentioned uh, your drop it like it's hot ringtone. I I got a I had, I bought a ringtone for Big Pimpin. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was didn't just come through. Didn't come through. <laughs> Believe it or I, not, I was just trying to remember it, and it's like, of course, it's like you know, it's a it's a rap song, so like it doesn't totally have a melody. So they created one for it, and it'd be mm-hmm. like, da 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 da, drop it da 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 da. It's like so bad. Okay, I probably paid like ten dollars for that. Um, question number four. You just cost us thousands know, in licensing, licensing fees. fees. Jeez, yeah. dude. <laughs> there are three strip routines in the show. Can you name the songs used for these strip teases? Oh wow! And in which episodes did they appear? Okay, well. Okay, this is. I think I only know one. Okay, it, but it's um, this is Elizabeth the, the stripper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Ben Franklin. Yes. Uh, feel like me. Yeah. That is the name <laughs> of the song. Yeah, okay. that's the name of the song. Yeah, okay. yeah, <laughs> really good. Very, yeah. Very, yeah. Funny. yeah, yeah, by Bad Company. Feel yeah, like I don't make actually. Yeah. I didn't, okay, all right. Of okay. course, that song is called mm-hmm. Feel Like Make It Love. So when would we have other... Well, there... Uh, no. Um, well, there's Jakey in the finale. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Are the other two in the finale? Because Elizabeth shows up again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The other the other striptease... Uh, you you have it right. You, yeah. The other two stripteases okay. are Elizabeth and Jakey. And do you guys know what the songs are? Is it tonight? We are young by fun. <laughs> <laughs> we are young yes, by fun. Both times. No. For no, the longest no. time by William Joel. No, oh, she's uh, got away. I, yeah. She's got I'm away. Gonna, I'm gonna yeah, say well, give me, no. Can we get hints or something? Maybe I don't know. Rihanna. Maybe, oh. Which Rihanna song? Umbrella. No. Uh, I don't know. S and M. I have no idea. Oh. Okay. And then the second okay. one, uh, Jake Jakey's song. Mm-hmm. It's something uh, really funny. It's it's a good male stripper song. If. I don't know it. Sexy thing about cowboys. Oh, save oh, a horse, save, ride, save a cowboy? A horse, ride a yes, cowboy. Yes, that's okay. it. That's it. Okay, good work. There he is. Okay, question five. <laughs> Jakey, you get it. You go up and show him, son. Yeah. <laughs> okay, question five. What do these characters sing 
to serenade another character. Andy to Pam. Rainbow Connection. I'll find it. Oh, rainbow connection. Rainbow Road. Yeah. You know I can't my man. <laughs> Ain't the Rainbow Ray. <laughs> Connection action Yes. I love the What about... <laughs> what about Andy to Angela? If you... Oh, you take a change, change your mind. I'll be first yeah, in line. Yes. Honey, I'm still <laughs> free. Bop. Bop. Take a chance on me. We've done if this before, so I'm not going to. Let gonna... me go. <laughs> <laughs> Take a chance on me by ABBA from Launch Party. Okay, Dwight to Angela. When does uh, Dwight seem to It's, it's during, uh, I'll give you a hint. It's during karaoke. Oh, little, uh, no. Um, uh, no, no, the, the, um. Da-na. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, lady, lady, that's it. Yes, that's yes, it. Yes, yes, I just had the tone. Sticks. Nice, nice set spike there. Mm-hmm. Andy to Julia. One, two, three, Julia. four. Yeah, pop, yeah, pop, yeah, pop, yeah, pop, yeah. Pop, <laughs> Stanley. Five splendors. Are you trying to kill me? Yeah. Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here, guys. Okay, so there are there. We have five more questions. Okay. Sure. Okay. Question six. Can you name all the police songs that appear in the show? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Don't stand. Yep. Don't stand. Don't stand so close to me. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Roxanne. Uh, message in a bottle. Yep. Yep. Every little thing uh, she does is magic. Yes. Oh, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then one more. Uh, I'm going to guess every, every breath, breath you, you take. take. Yeah, <laughs> guys. Great yeah. work. Well done. It's really Question good because I was right at the. If you're gonna make like, here's police top five. That, there's there's the album right there. What are the three songs performed by Kevin and the Zits? The bullfrog uh, and the Bullfrog in Love. Mm-hmm. Croak croak yeah. croak. Yeah. Bullfrog in Love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy's song about a little girl figure skating. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, called yeah. Please, <laughs> Please, Mr. Mr. President. President. <laughs> Please, Mr. President, you want to make hope a world? Yeah. Uh, I don't know the girl. other. Is the other one like the blues jam that they do? Uh, uh, baby, I oh, love no. your way. Oh, sorry. Oh, were you gonna say that? Well, there's. Oh, is that at the end? Yeah, at the, they're all at in the, the end. Like, little... And Andy has the acoustic. The shaker. Ooh, yeah. Baby, okay. I love your way. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Right. There's. When Robert's people come in, they like. Oh yeah, Have yeah. You heard like a- about the Midnight Rambler, you know. Yeah, yeah. right. And then there's that other <laughs> one that's just a jam, and then they all end up losing, leaving their instruments. But yeah. Question eight: There are only two occasions that Toby sings on the show. What are the songs, and who is he singing to? Toby Flenderson. <laughs> that's right. Um, okay. 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 Singing. Oh. Uh, hello, my are baby. They, are, hello, yes, my honey. Yeah. There's that one. Yeah. Are you also? Are you counting Dem Bones? Yes. Does that count? Dem Bones <laughs> with Gabe and Kelly. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's singing. Yeah. Sure. What? Uh, question nine. What are the five songs performed by Here Comes Treble? Okay. So this is in the episode Faith? Here Comes Treble. 
Yes, I mean, it is. You got to count faith, right? Yep, okay. faith. I'll 100%. be by Edwin McCain. <laughs> oh, <great> yeah. Call. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Car wash. Yes. By Ro- I think it's by Rolls Royce. R- Rose Royce, yeah. Rose oh, Royce. they do the uh, uh, like the classic, like the. Come, 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 yeah, come, yeah. Come, come, <laughs> George Michael, yeah, yeah. Culture Club, or yeah. Cult- no, not George Michael. Culture Club. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, only one left. Uh, oh man, this is a tough one. What is it? I don't know. It is. It is Cornell's alma mater, oh. which is called Far Above Cayuga's Waters. <laughs> Far above Cayuga's waters. Wait a minute, Cayuga's. Hang on, hang on. I have, I have sorry, I have to look something up. While you we look gotta, that they up, they sing it. They sing it. It's like a. It's almost like a voiceover because there's a montage of stuff that happens at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Toby, most notably, Toby, Toby banging the flowers on the on the fridge and oh, yeah, the camera it. catching uh, Robert and Oscar kissing. Oh my god! I okay. I just realized something. So. Growing up, my parents had an album by an acapella group. I used to listen to it all the time. <laughs> what? It, Wait. I listened. I listened. They had Karma. They had Karma Chameleon. They had like all of those songs. I I listened to it all the time because it was such a weird CD. It was called Cayuga's Waiters, oh. and the album cover was a bunch of dudes dressed up as like waiters. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have never looked this up, and it was just like, oh, that's a weird group. Uh-huh. That was Cornell's acapella group. <laughs> This whole oh. time is the it's like, I grew up listening to that all the time. That's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Wow. I, I was listening to Andy Bernard's group this whole time. Never that's heard insane. of it. Wow. That is so crazy. Cayuga's waiters. It's like you said that. I haven't. That's that was one of those. Yeah, have you had that feeling of like when you grew up and you listen to something and you get older and you're like. Oh, if you're you're Cayuga's waiters, and they're like, "What's that?" And you're like, "Oh, everyone everyone knows what that is. Everyone has that CD in their house." Mm-hmm. Like that's what that yeah. was for me. And it's like, <laughs> no, no one knows. No one knows. Uh, guys, this is the final question of Rowan's music trivia part two. Oh God, they were permanently dismissed from campus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> twenty seventeen. <laughs> Just imagine them. <laughs> I don't know why, oh, no. but I'm just imagining them just being sent away. <laughs> like, they mm-hmm. all just walk away in their waiters' uniforms to travel America oh, by foot. Cornell's oldest all-male acapella group has been permanently dismissed, according to Cornell, following a discovery that they're allegedly involved in hazing activities in fall 2015 and yeah. spring 2016. I feel like Andy... Might have mentioned something about the last question is like this Cornell acapella group was dismissed from (laughs) (laughs) from the grounds of Bernard Hall. Yeah, this was your freshman year. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys, this is it. Question ten: What song does Angela walk down the aisle to? Oh, I don't know. That's a good. That's a great question. Uh, I have no idea. It is definitely something. We should know, but I did not. I know. Is it? Is someone playing it on a different instrument, or is it I'm like sure the actual that, song? I'm sure that they are. Uh, she doesn't have that. It. it yes. So, Sweet uh, child of mine. Yeah. All That's right. it. You got wow, it. Wow! Great call. Yeah. Nice work. Nice work. I was Edwin. very nice tempted. For when the, that's when why they... we pay. That's why we pay Edwin a big salary mm-hmm. <laughs> on this yeah. show. But two hundred dollars uh... a year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rowan, once again, just. 
fabulous work. Uh, what a fantastic uh, part two uh, to your music trivia. If you rowing have rowing down the river of trivia, <laughs> rowing down the Cayuga the waters of trivia. The Cayuga, oh God. <laughs> Cayuga's waders. Weird. I, mom, if mom and dad, if you're listening, and I think you are, uh, <laughs> take a look. See if that CD is is back at the house because I would love to get my hands on it. <laughs> if you would like to stump us with some trivia of your own, email us mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. And you can call us and leave us a voicemail. We love to play them on the show, 503-694-9314. We're on Facebook and Instagram. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. We have a store, mspcstore.com. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash michaelscott. You can become a Scott's Tot. Join for five bucks a month. You get mailbag episodes like this one every month where you get to ask questions exclusively. Uh, You can listen to ad-free main feed episodes. Uh, some bonus stuff is up as well. And together we make a donation to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Uh, so special thanks. What was our last donation? Do you, we, remember, do you have that, I, that amount? I literally just did it two days ago and it was $2,000 and some, uh, some Change. extra. Yeah. So, nice. I mean, that's uh, I mean, seriously, like. That's that's incredible. I mean, that might actually be enough to buy somebody's books, just like Michael does <laughs> <laughs> in the Scott Stotts episode. I so I mean, so for real. I I mean, all time we got to be at least at five thousand, or we'll take a little over. Yeah, I uh, got to be. So so thank you so much to to all our Scott Stotts uh, who support our show, uh, um, but also we can and do something special. By donating to uh, the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. So thank you uh, so much to all you guys. Uh, special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who designs all of our artwork. And uh, and our theme music intro is uh, recorded by Edwin and Alex. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us, for spending a little bit of time, uh, for listening to us go off random tangents about re-listening to podcasts what hashtags Michael would use, just uh, any little random thing. Just thanks for spending some time with us. Um, doing the show is so much fun, and uh, you guys make it all possible. So um, just know that we appreciate every single person that's listening and interacting with us, sending us voicemails, emails. Um, it means the world. And the fact that we get to keep doing this is, is just the greatest thing. So thank you. Uh, we love you. Take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the solid. Yes, yes, sir. making this magic with just your mouths. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.